0: Traveling the world, searching for equestrians of all breeds. The journey starts now on the International Equine Network. Good afternoon, equestrians. It's a great day here in South Florida. We're getting ready for the Florida Derby this weekend, tomorrow, at Gulfstream Park. Uh, we're excited about that. Uh, we're excited about the, Louisiana, uh, the Arkansas Derby, which will be tomorrow in Hot Springs. Um, so much going on here in South Florida. Um, we're getting ready for, uh, we got two teams from South Florida and the uh, NCAA basketball tournament, Florida Atlantic University and the University of Miami. So the buzz, the sports buzz here is un- incredible here in South Florida. Um, the racing's uh, getting a lot uh wound up, and I say wound up, and I mean wound up. You know, people are uh, talking about it 24-7 here. Um, especially with the Florida Derby coming up, uh, another qualifier for the Kentucky Derby. And, uh, we're pretty unfortunate in it. Um, we've got one horse in there, Forte. He's the morning line favorite, um, for the Florida Derby. And, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to run through the, um, the website here. Uh, we're getting it improved and getting it a little better and better and better and better. Um, because I have more time to put on it now, I've kind of rearrange my schedule, uh, so that I can start getting a lot of these things done in a proper manner. We're still looking for uh, announcers. If you know anybody that would like to, um, get on the show and talk about, uh, horses and, and uh, it doesn't matter what breed, uh, any breed, uh, any discipline, uh, you know, we'd like to have that, um, you know, have you come in and, and help us out a little bit. Okay, today, uh, the 31st of uh, March, uh, today we ha- we start out on, on our website. It'll be live here at uh, 3 o'clock. It's America's Day at the Races. Uh, they go across the country looking at all the different tracks and all the races that are coming up. And it's a real good uh, program, and it lasts about three hours. Um, it's America's Day at the Races starting at 3 p.m. Eastern time. We've got Arlie uh, as our equestrian of the week. Uh, we got a little a video of her on there from when she was uh, showing up in Michigan. Um, in fact, we'll probably have her uh, on the show next week uh, getting ready for the uh, Global Champions Tour at um, Miami. Uh, they're going 12 different countries uh, across the world, and they have the Global Champions Tour, and she's one of the riders in it. Very good rider. She's based out of Sunshine Meadows here in the wintertime. Um, then we have our equestrian, our equine business of the week, which is going to be literally uh, on there all the time. It's FarmVet. Vet. Um, they are horse health people. Um, you call uh, to Farm Vet or go to their website at www.farmvet.com. And they can answer any of your equine needs and they probably will have whatever you need there and they can ship it out to you, um, you know, right away. So that's farm vet. Um, the farm of the week, uh, we're talking about, uh, now that winter's over, it was the Midwest. It was the, um, uh, uh sister to the World Equestrian Center, uh, out of Ocala. Um, it's a fantastic place. They had a great winter up there this year. Go to there to our farm of the week, and you can see how they fare and you know, what's going to be coming up in the spring for them. And, and of course, uh, we always uh, have we will always have feeding horses around the world um, segment. It's Hallway Feeds. Uh, best feed company in the world. They They feed more champions and more horses all over the world than any two companies put together. They're very, very good. Uh, and what they do, they know their business and, uh, a phone call away of getting your horse health, um, increased uh, by having a good feed like hallway feeds. Then, um uh, we've been working on our, uh, quick links here. Um, what we're going to do is, uh, later on today, uh, we will be putting the, the websites and, and, the links to, uh, Trivago, which is our hotel specialist, uh, that, um, IEN uses. Uh, they're fantastic people. They go everywhere. They've got, you name it, they've got it. And it's amazing um, that all the hotels they have, uh, when you go in at the end of the day, end of a trip, uh, if you need a hotel, you go to Travago. they set you right up. All the hotels that I've ever gone into, they've always had uh, coffee and snacks and uh, 24-7 at them. And especially in the morning, they got a lot of a lot of them have really good breakfasts. And in the horse business, when you when you're in a hotel, you're you're up and out and four four thirty in the morning, and all the hotels have always accommodated us with you know a good hot uh, nutritional breakfast. But uh, we've got MapQuest. MapQuest is the most important thing that you can use in the horse business. Uh And what I like about MapQuest, uh, they tell you how to get there. You can find out if uh, it's for road, uh, for uh, the roads or for trucks or cars. Uh, it gives you all the important information, wrecks, uh, speed, speeds, uh, you name it. Uh, they tell you any area you're going to. And I like MapQuest because rolling down the road, um, you can avoid a lot of headaches by knowing what you're getting ready to drive through. And then, of course, we have ship.com, uh, which I got my delivery today um they 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 uh, have groceries um, they they uh, partnered up with uh, companies like uh, c v s walgreens target um you name it uh, it's there uh anything and everything you can need uh through ship you can order and the great thing about it is is they'll deliver it to you at the racetrack the showgrounds uh, campgrounds or to your home and, and that's what I like about it. It saves you a lot of time and money, uh, by ordering through ship. Um, you don't have to get out and go fight the crowds at the, um um grocery stores or, you know, uh, any place like that. Um, CVS medicine you have all the time, Walgreens medicine all the time. Um, for example, like here in South Florida, uh, they have Target on their list. They have, uh, Publix, Winn-Dixie. Uh, you name it, uh, they've got it, and so you'll never be without. And you just go to ship. dot com, and uh, they'll get it to you. And then the the major one there is Walmart. Uh, Walmart to the horseman is is a godsend. Um, they they generally have any and everything that you can use, need, or use uh, in the horse business. Uh, you just uh, call up Walmart, go on their line to Walmart. And man, I'm telling you, you know, they're there and they have a, de- and they have a delivery service too. And so that, that makes it great for the horse. Then we go over to our equine transportation. And this week, uh, we have, uh, a Brookledge, uh, um, segment on there. Brookledge is one of the best, uh, uh, transportation companies, uh, in the world. Uh, they can get you to the airport. They can get you to the small. Little farms anywhere in the country, they can get you uh, uh, to the racetracks, to the showgrounds. Uh, very capable, very professional people there in the office and, and behind the wheel. And that, that, that's very important. Uh, that office can uh, really get, keep you right in line. And like I said, they can get you any there anywhere, anytime. Uh, that's Brook, Brookledge Horse Transportation. They're out of Ole, Pennsylvania. And they go everywhere, everywhere. And they even go uh from coast to coast here in, in the U.S. If you ever need a horse to go out to the west coast, it's called Brickledge. Then our movie, our movies are all this month. And the next month are going to be uh, pretty much uh, racehorse movies uh because we've got uh, the Kentucky Derby coming up. We've got the Preakness and the Belmont coming up, in the Triple Crown series. Um, this week we have Seabiscuit and he's an American's legendary racehorse. It's the full movie and I tell you what, it, it's a, it's a great movie to, to watch. Um, it's very exciting and, and just to see how they traveled, uh, you know, this horse across the country, uh, back in the day when the traveling wasn't uh, what you think it would be. Uh, you know, with a lot of trains and, uh, that type of thing. Um, uh, and it's really good. Uh, there's a lot of good moments in, in the, in the movie that I'm not going to reveal, but you'll, you'll, there's one in particular in a movie, uh, and part in the movie, uh, when they stop the train and you'll see the crowd that's not there. It's one person and they stop the engineer and the trainer stop. So this person could see it. And it's just, it's an amazing. Uh, it's an amazing movie. Uh, I think you really like it. Then we got our weekly programming on IEN. In our international report, we have a little bit of everything. Uh the concept and the video of how international equine Network started. IEN's format, equine distribution of information for all breeds via the internet podcast and radio, uh via BBS Radio and TV uh, uh dot com uh they're they're a great great place uh to deal with then we have the international uh segment on here and we're have doing a live racing from uh dubai and uh it's uh interesting to see then uh today we have Aqueduct Naird, uh program and it's live on there we have uh churchill downs uh that will be uh um, opening up here soon and they've got great programming, and we're helping with the distribution there. We've got the fairgrounds in New Orleans. Uh, we just had the Louisiana Derby. Um, you can relive the Louisiana Derby that was three twenty five, twenty twenty three. Um, it's a good, it's a good race. And it's something to look at. We also have uh, the Gulfstream Park. It's the Curlin Florida Derby. It's Saturday, April the first. If you go to Gulfstream Park. Um, Dot com, You'll be able to watch it live and see all the festivities that they have going on there with it. And you'll also be able to see uh, the Florida Derby live on IENCV.org. Then we have coming up, uh, which is this week, Keeneland will be opening up. They're getting ready uh, for uh, some good racing there. We've got Kingland, uh the Bluegrass State, coming up. Uh, in fact, uh, one of the horses that I'm involved with, uh, we're going to be running him um, up at Keeneland uh, uh, on, let's uh, see, it'll be April the 20th that we run him uh, up at Keeneland. So we're excited about that. And you will have more about that in the next week or two. Then we have Monmouth Park getting ready to open up for their uh, season. Uh, they got a great season, uh, getting ready for the Haskell uh with, with a lot of these three year olds after the derby and the fleeting in into Belmont, um uh their next big shot then would be for the Haskell. It's always a good meet because it gets the older uh season three year olds there to get them there. Um we've got Oakland Park um uh, on there. Uh the Arkansas Derby will be tomorrow um on at uh in hot Springs. Uh, We'll have that that live coverage there, of that on our website, and then we have uh, coming up the Santa Anita Derby, which will be April the 8th, and uh, we'll have that coverage uh, live from Santa Anita um, with our link right to Santa Anita. And then we always have our, our, everybody loves Tampa Bay Downs. Uh, Tampa, we got the link to Tampa Bay Downs, one of the greatest racetracks in the country. If... If you ever went to a racetrack that says American, Americana, uh, family, uh, great time, that's Tampa Bay Downs. Uh, just go to our website and take a look at Tampa Bay Downs. Unbelievable facility there. Then we get down to our domestic and international equine event. Uh, today, uh, now we have live coverage. Uh, it started at 11 o'clock this morning at the U.S. Open Polo Championship. Uh, that's uh, live on, on IEN now. Uh, then we had uh, this morning on our international uh, uh, equine event, we have Quest for Equine Gold. Uh, we had the uh, ponies FEI jumping from Sweden. Uh, that was live this morning. Um, then we have our Global Champions Tour, which will be uh, coming from Miami Beach here next week. Uh, it's a great, uh, great time to go see. And if you go to our website and take a look at uh, the Global Champions Tour, and which is called the LGCT on there, um, Miami Beach will be uh, April 12th through the 15th uh, of this year. And it's really good. And like I said, Arlie, our equestrian of the week, she'll be riding in that. And they literally put the uh, show, show arena right on the beach at South Beach there. And their website's great, and it's got some beautiful pictures of uh, the different uh, venues that they go to uh, over the the summer, over the year. There'll be 12 of them that they go to. And it's good just to go look at if you just want to take a tour of the world and the horse industry. Then we get down to uh, Last Call, and we have the Tattersall sales on there. They've got a lot of great uh, sales coming up here uh, throughout the year. And if you go to that link, uh, you'll be able to see them live. And we'll have all their sales live here, um on, um IEN. It's called Last Call. We'll have that. Uh, our next, um sale will be, uh, Breeze Up sale, April 17th through the 19th. And it's really good to see, uh, the different sales and Breeze Up from, uh, uh, Europe. Uh, it's unbelievable. You know, they, they do it a little different than we do it here. And then, um, again, on last call, we've got the OBS spring sale coming up. Um, that will be April, April 16th. It starts with the under tax sale
1: and they're at 8 a.m.
0: And we will have these daily April 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st and 22nd. There's, uh, 1,222 horses cataloged. So you'll get uh you see all those breeze-up sales at eight o'clock starting at eight o'clock uh every morning east coast time um from the OBS sales and then the sale, the active sales, uh starts uh April twenty fifth, twenty sixth, twenty seven and twenty eight. Um mm-hmm. they'll put one thousand two hundred and twenty two horses under the um uh under the um uh hammer there as they call it. What they'll do with it uh they'll do that and then we have a uh, last last call our last one uh we have all the sales coming from the magic millions in Australia. So if you go to uh, there, you can click on and see when the next uh, magic millions sale will be there. But let me tell you a lot of those horses in in Australia are unbelievable uh they, they have a good national sale there, and uh you know it, it's really good to go see. Then, uh, we come down to our Breeders Cup section, um, the 2023 Breeders Cup. It's the 40th running of the Breeders Cup. It'll be November 3rd and 4th, 2023 at Santa Anita Park. And if you go to, um, our website and you see, uh, click on the Breeders Cup or Santa Anita, you'll see what a fantastic show they're going to have. Uh, it's going to be a great, great week of, uh, equestrian events uh movie stars, famous people, you'll like it. You'll like it. Then we also carry the win and you're in your end races for the Breeders Cup. Uh live and tape Breeders' Cup programming uh from the Breeders Cup. And it's a series of races over the summer and over to the fall that win and you're in your end uh you, you get your Breeders Cup fees paid and you get all your transportation fees paid. So that that's uh the win and you're in your end Breeders' Cup races and then um again we have a national our international um um uh, events that we have uh, we had the u s p a gold cup semifinals uh back on uh, march twenty second uh that was good and we have all kinds of international programming there It's from polo to sales to shows to um you name it so we ha- we have it on there it's always something different every week then the thing that I really like, we how they get there. The 2023 Kentucky Derby. Um, we start out. The journey starts with the owner, and why is the Kentucky Derby? Is uh, is our first segment. Then we meet the trainer, and our trainer that we meet is D. Wayne Lucas. Then we talk about equine transportation, uh, which is Brookledge, uh equine transportation. Then we talk to the blacksmith. The blacksmith, Steve Norman, uh, what he has to do to chew a horse. Um, and then again, we've got hallway feeds. Hallway feeds. A uh, uh, good little segment there on, uh, you know, what it takes to make seeds. Then we have uh, the equine seals. Uh, on there. It's uh, one uh, scale that we have on air from There There's many places like Classic, Keeneland. Um, you know, all over uh, old, old calibrator sales, we do that. Uh So it gives you an idea of what it takes, you know, to get a horse to the Kentucky Derby. Then we have the Kentucky Derby Prep Race. And it, you go there and you can find out all the races that are coming up and it's really good. Then we have the thing that's the most important is decision to run in the Derby. That's the toughest decision an owner and trainer has to make. In fact, um, the um, thing that we're doing now with um, uh, the decision to make, and we're getting ready to talk about that here in a little bit, um, and, you know, how tough of a decision it is. And then we have the 2023 Kentucky Derby itself. It's the real good uh, thing from um, the Kentucky Derby. Um, it's about how it starts and where it starts. And, uh, they talk right to you from Churchill Downs and, and over the next, um, uh, three, four weeks, you're going to see this on our programming. And it's really good because they update it every week and who's winning and who's not winning. And, uh, you know, how the changes that have been made. It's really, really good to do that in there. And then after you we go to how they get there and after they get there, then they have to take it the next step. And they have to decide whether to run into Preakness and the Belmont. And if you win all three of them, then that's the Triple Crown. And, you know, it's an amazing feat to see that. Um, but we got the Derby that's coming up. And then May 19th and 20th, we have uh, the Preakness Stakes and from the um, Chemical Race Course in Baltimore, Maryland. And then three weeks after that, on June the 10th, uh, we have the Belmont Stakes. Um, at Belmont Park, and that, that's uh, that's always exciting. That's when we're really into something there. And So that, that's our website that, that we have there. So what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about um, the Derby Prep races. Uh, the Derby Prep races uh, came up seven, September 17th,
1: and, man, uh,
0: I don't know if you guys can hear or not, but we've got some good music going on here. Uh, in a background. So, uh, that's, that's really making the program a little more interesting. But, um, we have the Kentucky Derby prep races, um, that started back in September 17th and it started with the Iroquois Stakes and Iroquois Stakes is, um, it's a really a good, it's a good race, but for me, uh, I, I don't, I don't like starting a horse. And that kind of competition this early in the year, uh, um, after all their two-year-olds are still growing and, you know, uh, they might have that gross fruit. It's kind of interesting on what, you know, happens with, uh, with your two-year-olds. And sometimes, uh, you know, it's a bit much for them and, you know, it really gets them in a, in an odd situation because, you know, it's a heavy-duty race and they're asked to perform awful, awful, awful uh, Awful good at that staging point. But I like to kind of ease horses, you know, into it and get good taste in their mouth for winning, you know. But that was September 17th, the Air course Base the Churchill Downs. And we had a Curly Jack, uh, that uh, had come in and won, um, which is good. And he's still around, but he's struggled. He's been struggling a lot. Uh, so that, that was the 17th of September. And then, um we got into the European uh, races. Um, uh, it, it was interesting. The 24th, they had two races, uh, um, that were, the, were part of the Euro string. And n- none of those horses that raced over there, they're not coming over to the state for the Derby this year. Uh, so that, that was kind of interesting, you know, to see how, because they've got their own stake races over there. Uh, you know, that they stay there and, and and it's usually you know competitive and good money that they have there. Um then we had um uh, 26 we had a state race in Japan and, and it's interesting what's going to happen with these Japanese horses that uh, we have coming over. How many how many are coming over? I can't really tell you right now because it, it's it, those decisions are going to be made here in the next few days. Um I was surprised we had um a horse named derma Spokegate, sologate derma derma sologate uh that won and so that that was kind of interesting there and the connections to uh the Japanese uh, racing they said that they plan on coming over then we had um a horse that came out that I was really surprised at his name is uh, Dura Erota uh, from Japan, got 40 points. Uh, the, the Derma, uh, uh, has 100 points. Uh, General has got 40. And we have, uh, Contour, uh, he's got 30. And we have, uh, uh, Perry Ray, uh, from Japan. Uh, and, and, so we got, we got three horses that looks like coming over from Japan. And I don't see any European horses coming over from, uh, from England or from Ireland or from France or anywhere. I don't see that happening. But uh, the Japanese are really getting close to the, close to winning uh, the Derby. Uh, these horses have come along. They've been training and racing on a, a dirt track. Uh, so they're, they're very, very much, uh, uh, skilled in, in their racing now. Um, they know what it takes to win in a derby or to get to the derby and so they're doing that so they've really converted over to an American racing training program type thing so you know that's looking good um, and then like I said we've had all these uh, uh, races leading up to the derby where you can get your points uh, school all, all your points in for uh, getting to the derby and and that's very important and What's been interesting is over the, uh, um, last few months, we've had a lot of racing going on. Uh, Brad Cox has got quite a few horses that are coming, uh, that he could have into the Derby. Um, I, I was looking at, at that this morning and, uh, Matt, Brad's got one, two, three, four, five, six. He's got six horses. That are eligible for the Derby, uh, you know. So I'm sitting here trying to figure this out: How many is he going to run? Uh, how serious are the horses that he had? Um, they've been up and down on the on the racing, and, and where he's been at in New Orleans and, and going up to Hot Springs, uh, he's been fighting the weather all winter long. Uh, the, the good days have been uh, very few, and the bad days have been many as far as weather and track conditions were concerned. And so you really wonder how much a horse gets out and training on bad tracks, you know, uh, you know that type of thing, um, if it takes a, a toll on him. Uh, you know, so that's what we were uh, looking at, you know, with Brad Cox. But he's got six good horses in there that could possibly, uh, you know, run. Um, Tim Yacton that has um, Bob, Bob um, Baffert horses, the way it looks right now, with all those big horses that that Bob had, that were coming to the Derby, and when she had approximately six of them at one time, uh, Tim Yachton got those horses, and uh, there's only two, and only one in the top twenty. So uh, that that was interesting to see, you know, see what's going to happen here. Um, so I, you know, I really don't know. I really don't know about those horses. They're good horses, but, you know, they just they just didn't surface like they, I think they would in here. So, you know, we're looking at that. And then, um, you know, Kenny McPhee's got a couple good horses in there. Billy Mutt's got a couple good horses in there. Wesley Ward's got a nice horse in, uh, fantastic again. Uh, but I think that's more of a turf horse than anything. Uh, Mark cassie has got a couple in here. You know, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next uh, over the next uh, two or three weeks um, coming up. Todd Pletcher seems to be the one that's loaded the most. Um, he's got um, Forte, which is the leader, uh, and he he's just uh, really ready to roll. Uh, he's rolling in the Derby tomorrow, the Florida Derby, and he like I said, he's the favorite, and then. Um, we're looking at um, another horse that he has called King's vaughden uh King's Lawrence is tough uh, his last out uh, got him a um, hundred derby points and he's right on top of these games and this is a workmate a forte so it's really looking you know pretty good then then we have cap trice uh he's got fifty points and he he i tell you what, uh he he when he went over to Tampa, he was something else. That horse was just all out, and we don't know how good he could be. He he was really really a tough horse. And then here recently, Maj- Major Duke finished second, in, um in uh, Louisiana, and he was tough. He was running, and and these are really young, uh, you know. Uh, well, I mean they're three year olds, but they're. They're really, uh, inexperienced and they've got that, that green to them, but they know what it's about because when they get in the gate, they're always right there at the wire. And, and that was really tough. And then the probably the best, the second best tool had, uh, Todd had was litigate. Uh, litigate, he was injured and we don't know when he's coming back, uh, to see what's going to happen with him. But again, you know, we're talking about, uh, the derby and, you know, we're talking about weather conditions and, um, you know, we've got a lot of weather between here and that first Saturday in May. Uh, we got a lot of things, a lot of things that are going on that going to be interesting to see what happens. And so I, I was then uh, talking this morning about uh, what these guys are going to be doing with these horses. And he says, you know, this is what, what it's all about. It's what it's all about. Now what we got coming up here in the next few few weeks are are gonna be uh very defining. Um I don't I don't think that we're gonna have any horses that are coming out of um out of the races that are coming up. Uh we've got a UAE, UAE Derby uh horse. Uh he's gonna target the uh, derby. Um he ran it May May uh March twenty fifth at Mayden. He he's a good horse. And of course you'll automatically get in because it's part of the of the system you went in you're in over there so that you know that's what we were looking at you know uh so uh, what i'm basically what I'm saying is we're down to probably the top fifteen twenty horses here uh that are coming in um the the one that um you know I have a hard time with is, is this from march the march to twenty sixth on with horses outside um the realm of the traditional racing. Uh the Sunline Sunland Park Derby was the long shot that won that. Um, that race didn't have anybody coming to the uh um, to the stakes. Uh European Road uh condition stakes it was uh, yesterday. I didn't see anybody coming out of that. And now we jump right into the Florida Derby. The winner, the winner I think of this year's Kentucky Derby will come out of the Florida Derby. Uh, these horses are very good. Um, they're heads and heels above everybody else. They've had good weather to train in, you know, and it's just amazing, uh, that that field of uh, horses that they're going to have, you know, here. Then uh, again, tomorrow we got the Arkansas Derby. There's some very good competitors there and uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit. I think that'll be tough. And then the one that, that I always like, and this is where I see something like, um, like seven barns, uh, uh, and some of Brad Cox's horses. If they go up to the Wood Memorial on the 8th, uh, they, they you could, you could see a good finisher there. Uh, you know, and I think it would be, it's going to come up to be a white race and I think it'll be just the right thing, uh, for uh, Brad Cox or, you know, uh, a trainer like that uh, to polish off a horse and get it ready for the Derby. And then, uh, again, on to, on um, April 8th, we got the Bluegrass Stakes in Lexington. And the, the Bluegrass Stakes, I think, is a good preparation for the uh, Preakness. I, I really do. They just really don't get to it uh, too good, uh, you know, in there. Uh, then the Santa Anita Derby. I don't see anything really coming out of there. I, um, I don't see um, that many horses running in it. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. And then the last shot is the Buckingham Stakes. Um, it uh, can uh, that that can, that might produce a runner in there, somebody that needed a, a work before the Derby, providing they have enough points. Uh, it's not like um, uh, you know they're going to come in and. And, uh, when, when, uh, uh, Lexington and then go st- straight to the Derby because they're not going to have any points. And that's too close to it. Uh, so that, that's what we're looking at there as far as the prep races that are coming up. Uh, so, you know, what, what I'm saying is, is it's been a long, hard road to the Derby. Uh, there's a lot of things, weather conditions, uh, injuries, uh, horses growing, getting that growth spurt. Uh, you know, getting that type of thing. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Now, we're going to talk about the, uh, um, uh, next three, uh, two, three races here. Uh, we're going to talk about the Sunland, uh, Park Derby. It was a grade three. Uh, it, it was a good race. Um, small field. Um, it was, uh, <laughs> it was one of those things that just, you know, what in the heck happened? You know, with them there, uh, in Sunland, uh, they came in, um, they had a seven horse race, uh, there. It was really interesting. Um, we had, uh, uh, something that was really interesting. Um, the, the winner, Wild on Ice, was a, uh, Texas Red. It paid $72.80. Uh, this horse just got out there and I mean, he was just gone. You know, he, he really did good. Uh, I, I was, uh, interested to see what happened with him. He beat Henry L., which is, was, was the favorite. Uh, came out, uh, it, it was, uh, it was good. Uh, we had this horse, we had a horse called Fort Bragg, um, that, uh, everybody was really high on. And I think you might see him in the, um you might see him in the, uh, um, um Santa Anita Derby coming up. Uh, that was Tim Yacton, Bob Baffert's horse. They scratched him. I don't know why he was scratched. Uh, you know, it, it was um, uh, just different. You know, so we had a bunch of long shot horses there, small field. And, you know, it was won by a Texas Red with I was glad to see, you know, had happened to them. Uh, that that was good. Um, you know, it shows us that we got good horses coming from everywhere. They paid $72. So that, that was good. And, and all, but like I said, there was nothing really came out of that, that race. You know, I think we won't see those horses down the road. Then we go over to the fairgrounds on the 25th and it was very, very, very interesting at the fairgrounds because uh, like I was saying before, they had, uh, uh, they had a lot of rain. They had cold weather, bad weather uh it was hard to get good training days in. Um, you know, it, it was just really it was really tough uh in there. Uh Brad Cox uh uh had instant coffee in there which was the favorite. Uh, they thought he was gonna be uh, doing good and then Curly Jack from the Iroquois Stakes, he was there. Um, King's Barn for Todd Pleasure was there very lightly raced. You know, this is like the second, third start. You know, there we had Tappet's Conquest for Brad Cox and Jason's Road for Brad Cox. You know, so we're looking here and we're looking at three horses for Brad Cox. had his good horses there. Um, Tom Amos had Curly Jack there. So it, it was, it was a good, strong race. It was 12 horse field. Again, the conditions weren't that great, you know, for them there. Um, I was, uh, really watching it close to see what was going to happen. Uh, you know, in, in, the race. Um and I just didn't know what to think about it. I didn't know which way to go on it. And the track was fast though, but it, it like I said, it rained all week long. And out of nowhere, uh, we got a horse by the name of King's Barn from the Todd Pletcher Barn. He came out of there like there was no tomorrow. Um, you know, he, he, he went it by three and a half, uh, going away. And, uh, you know, it was an easy race for him. Uh, we had, uh, had a disappointing, uh, trip for, um Curly Jack. Uh, we had a disappointing trip, uh, for two or three of the horses in here. And, you know, I, I think that they just had a hard road to get there. I think weather conditions played a lot into it. Instant coffee, uh, he finished, uh, sixth. Uh, you know, he just wasn't the horse that I, that I thought he would be. And then all of a sudden you have, a uh, you know, a young horse, an experienced horse like King's Barn comes in, and, you know, he just runs off with it. It's so now, you know, we're looking at a lot of different things that are coming around to, uh, you know, uh, to look at coming into the Derby. How many more horses are we going to have for, um, you know, for the Derby? That, uh, you know, are we going to have any surprises come out in the Derby like we did Last year for Rick Strike, who knows? You know, it could be. It could happen. Um, then we had up at Turfway Park, and we were up there, and we had a, a good race. It was a Jeff Ruby State. The uh, conditions were good. Uh, we had uh, a major dude in there for Todd Cletcher. Uh, we had um, some good horses in, in there, some real good horses. Brad Cox had Wadsworth in there. Um, Todd Fletcher had Point Proven in there. So now this is kind of one of those races that you want to see what you kind of horse you got and take them up to the next level. And that's what some of these trainers did here, and they found out that they didn't have the horse they thought they had. So, you know, their derby trail kind of ended there. Uh The horse that went to race uh, was uh, a nice horse by Larry Ravalli. Uh His name's Two Phils. He's been all over the place. Some days he runs good. Other days he doesn't. Um, you know, it, it was just interesting. He went by five and a quarter lengths, and he uh, beat uh, Major Dude, uh, which was uh, a good horse, in there. And then proved, uh, uh, we sat back, and I looked at it, and I said, my goodness, Pastor, where is everybody at in the Where When are they going to start running? And they never did. They never did. They never never started running. Major Dude was running at them at the end, and that was about it. The rest of them in there, you'll see know, them, you know, for a long time. They weren't, they weren't derby material. And uh, but see, again, it goes to show you that these races prove out, you know, and they eliminate a lot of horses, which they did. And so I, I was really, uh, you know, kind of what I thought it was going to be, you know, there was... So now we're getting to the point to where we're um uh, looking at the Oakland Park and we're looking at the Arkansas Derby. Uh, the post time for the Arkansas Derby is um on April 1st is six fifty PM central time with the uh, seven fifty um uh, you know, East Coast time. Everybody knows that. So we kinda of started looking at this racing. This is gonna be a very interesting race to see what happens here. Um, i tell you what, this stroke this is wide open. This, this is wide open here. Um, uh, Dwayne Lucas has Bloom and Bash in there, which is a nice horse. Uh, I always have it like that. Um, Kenny McPeak's got um, Interlock Empire, nice horse. Ash Meeson has Harlow Cap. Uh, this horse is a runner, and I think this horse is going to determine a lot uh, at the beginning of this race. Um then we have Brad Cox, he's got Angel of Empire. Uh he, he's a real good horse. And he's he's gonna be right there at the wire. Um then we have Rocket Cam from Billy Mutt. Um he, he he's gonna be a contender. uh we have reincarnate uh, from Yacton Uh he he's really good um uh, in there. So this this race here's gonna be um interesting. I think he might have a long shot in there. Uh the, uh Disarmo the has a, a Colomole, and but he's a New York bred, and he's got James Graham in there in the irons, and I think that could be the long shot in there, the number 11 horse. But all these horses that are in here now, they, they've got something to prove, and I do think maybe one or two of these horses will come out and go on to Churchill. I think Angel Empire, if he has a good race, um, he'll, he'll make a, a, a run to the Derby. Uh, I think that'll be good. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what mm-hmm. happens, uh, you know, with uh, these horses here. Um, I don't know. I'll tell you, it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, I don't think we're going to get any any world beater come out, come out of there. Uh, I think it's going to kind of run, run true to form. We don't know what the weather is going to be like there. The weather hasn't been very good there all week long. So that's going to be interesting to see, you know, what happens on it. And so um, I said, well, we'll see. Tomorrow, 10 o'clock, we'll have post time and we'll find out. And then um, we have the uh, tomorrow, uh, and this is going to be the best race, of, I think, of the last two months. Um, it's 6.40 um, p.m. East Coast time. We have a uh, $1 million uh, Gulfstream, uh Park, Curlin, uh, uh, Florida Derby. And I tell you what, the, the big guns come out for this one, my friend. The, the good ones come out for this one. Um, Billy Mott's got uh, J- John Perler, J-U-N-G-F-R-A-U. I'm bad on names. Really bad. Um, Billy Mott has uh, the morning line on it, and that's 21. I think the horse will be ready for it. Um, that's gonna be a tough one. Then we have um uh a couple a couple of good horses in here. Cyclone mention mystery for Dale Dale Roman, uh he's right there with him. And then Fort Bragg shows up here at the Florida Derby, comes off all the way from out west. And and Tim Yachton's got Fort Bragg in there and he's at five to one in the morning line. And then we have um forte for Todd Pletcher, which is the four to five uh morning line overwhelming favorite uh that's gonna be the horse to catch he loves he loves Gulfstream and he's just unreal there um and as far as the experts are concerned, there's not many horses that are gonna be close to him so that that's gonna be interesting to see and the thing that i that I'm looking at here. For the Florida Derby is Billy horse. I think he's going to be a, a good barometer for the rest of these horses. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. It's going to be really, really interesting to see what happens. That Fort Bragg is going to have to really uh, stay with uh, Forte, and I think Forte will and just run off from him uh, when they break that gate. So that's tomorrow, it's uh, 6.40pm East East Coast time. So that's going to be interesting to see what happens with them there. And, and uh, I I tell you, I I don't know. It's getting exciting now. And and what I like about it now, it's down to the, it's down to the 20s. So we can start really talking dirty now. uh, After this weekend, we'll have the top 20 for the dirty, derby in there. Um, so I, I, I'm going to uh, go through here this real quick. Uh, what we're looking at, um, I think, for the uh, Florida Derby is Fort Bragg uh, and Forte uh, doing to the Wire, and then uh Dominelle and Madge. And uh, Madge, I think, will be you know right there, close to it. Um, the horse that, that uh, is is a tough, 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 tough horse. Uh, he, he's he's training good. Weather's been good. It's really going to be uh, interesting to see what happens. Um, the West. This, this is a West Coast import and ran evenly when when he ran fifth in the San Felipe Stakes, uh, Santa Anita. Most recently, uh, he made a lot of sense in his second run of the season. The expensive tap coat is bred to thrive at the distance and he possesses a natural early speed to avoid a poor trip from, the, from his post uh, as well. Joel Rosario taking the reins and adds, adds to his appeal. So that's going to be interesting, you know, to see what happens with him. Then we have a Forte of course. This probably might be one of the best horses that I've ever seen. And, I, and he's our Palm Beach Downs, uh training facility, and this horse is just unbelievable. Um, he's the champion's son of violence, kicked off his campaign with a stylish victory in the Fountain of Youth, uh, which is a grade two, and looms large for Todd Fletcher. The Kentucky Bragg pole has a powerful turn of foot, and he can easily improve in his second run as a sophomore. Following a pair of solid morning drills as, as of late, the regular pilot, Irad Ortiz, will be in the control. He i mean I see I see him train and see him work and he's all business. And Ortiz doesn't have to ask anything of him, Not not anything of it. And so I I was really surprised, you know, uh seeing how this race came up, if anybody tried to avoid him, you know, uh or just what. So he and you know this is the funny part about it. He hasn't got that he hasn't put that fear into any other other horses that are coming. Everybody always thinks they can shoot them because of the way he runs. He runs good. He runs real good. And um, I think I think to be honest with you, I think he's the Derby winner. I think he's the Derby winner. And of course, we're talking about the trip that he'll get tomorrow. Um, it's going to be a good trip. Uh, I, I tell you, it's a twelve-horse field. And I just think he's gonna get the grip. I think he's gonna, uh, just, I think he's gonna win. He'll win solid. He'll have a good, solid win. But it's gonna be one of those races that people are gonna say, ah, you know, he won, but, you know, and that's what always kills me when they see these horses run like that. Uh, you know, they don't, they don't, uh, they don't quit. Uh, Oh well, you know he's all right. You know he did all right, I guess. Uh, so it's going to be uh, interesting to see. Um, Safi Joseph has a horse in there called West Coast West Coast Cowboy. Uh, the Holy Bull. Uh, he was third in the Holy Bull. Stretched out to nine panels uh, for the initial uh, time uh, for uh, Safi Joseph. Uh, the chestnut son of the West Coast. Uh, has improved in each career uh, try to date and could be in the exotics. Contender with another forward move, Tony Leone will be in the stirrups, and he's the one that rode that rich strike last year to the Derby. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with it. And, you know, uh like we've been saying all, all show long, all year long, so forth, it's getting down to this This is time of year that I like because of all the things uh, that it takes to get how they get to the Derby has been implemented and what we've told about how they get to the Derby. Uh, you know, your feed programs are, have been steady and consistent. Uh, your training programs have been steady and consistent. Uh, you know, the races that you ran in, the races that uh, really, uh, you know, tested your horse that you have and to see if they're going to be good enough for the Kentucky Derby. Um you got all your, uh, daily routine in, your plan is all set, you know, and we're literally looking at, um, you know, five weeks to the Derby. And so it's just a matter of maintenance after this. Now, like Fortane, Fortane's lightly raced, Kings Barnes lightly raced, uh, Tappet Trice is a lightly raced for Todd Pletcher, but they've all been working with each other. And you know, when you, when you've got three stable mates to work with, in the Pletcher barn as they've been working all winter long here in Palm Beach Downs, you are sitting here and you're looking at, you know, you're looking at three horses for the Kentucky Derby out of the Pletcher barn and are in the top 10 or top 13, I'll say, in the top 13 there. Uh, Litigate, which might have been one or two of the best that he had, got injured. So now you're sitting there thinking like, my goodness, and then you see Major Dude step up and and into the um into the picture out of the Pletcher barn so you got four of the top 13 horses for the Kentucky Derby this year coming right out of the Todd Pletcher barn so that's the kind of competition that he's been training with all year long you know he's trained those four horses are trained together in the same facility all year long and, and you know not many other of the trainers have, have a chance to do that uh, get that competition on a daily basis. So they get into that training and, and they get used to that tough competition. And, you know, they always have to be, you know, on their A game when you're training like that. And not very many horses have the opportunity to do that, much less not many of them can stand that kind of, uh, uh, competition and that kind of pressure day in and day out. And so that's why I, I think that this year, Todd's got a real good shot. It's a derby because he's got four horses that are lightly raced, uh, that have been in good weather, you know, that have, have had everything go right so far. Thank God, you know, uh, they've all gone right. And some of these other horses that are coming in, they're really good horses. I mean, they're all really good that are coming in. But, you know, again, that weather factor goes back into it. Uh, when you've got a lot of rain, you got a lot of cold weather, you got a lot of everything, uh, you know, it, it makes it tough. It makes it tough. So, you know, you just hope everything has been done right. Um, the measuring stick that, um, that you have to go by is how did your horse run the last time out? And some of them were upset, like in, in Sunland Derby. Um, you know, San Felipe was a nice race, but it, it was kind of a, a, different situation because of the Bob Baffert situation. And so now what do you do? Um, you know the, the uh, horses that it was getting ready for the Derby uh, this year had to be transferred over to Tim Yakman's barn, and so that, that's that's another change. Uh, you're looking at uh, for them; uh, they were out on the west coast. They had some days they couldn't rain, run because or train because of the weather. Uh, you know, high winds, rain, so forth and so on. Then you had those horses went from Baffert's barn to Yachtons barn. Uh, even though they're, they, uh, Tim worked for Bob for a long time, it was pretty much the same, but different grooms, different people. You know, so that, that was interesting. So all in all, you know, uh, the horse, uh, season here for us is good. Uh, just remember we're, uh, equine distribution, information distribution, uh, facility that we have here. Um, we talk about a little bit about every breed, every discipline, uh, from all over the country. Uh, you know, we'd like for you to, uh, come and take a look at us and see what we have coming up. Remember, we got the, um, we've got the, uh, Kentucky Derby coming up here, uh, which will have all the information that you need to know on it here. Um, we have the Preakness Stakes that follow after that, the 19th and 20th of May. And then we have, um, on the, uh, June 10th, we have the Breeder, uh, the Breed, uh, Belmont at the, uh, the Belmont Stakes. And so we got plenty on there to watch uh, live and tape. So be sure you tune in to IENTV.org. Uh, give us a call at five six one four six six one two seven two. 466 1272 Email us at IEN, uh, equine TV at gmail.com and we'll answer your questions. And, uh, next week's going to really be a good show guys. Uh, we're going to have video next week and uh, we're going to have a zoom call with, uh, the Cable. Uh, we're going to make an announcement um, that nobody knows about yet. It's about a product that's going to be um, uh, made available to the public uh, for the horse industry. Um, there's, the product is state approved. Uh, it's approved by um, FEI. It's approved by USEF, uh, uh, and it's going to—it's really going to make the horse industry a lot better going to make the. It's going to do a lot for the horse industry. I'm telling you. And the good and thing about it is, is um, a lot of excuses that have been used for things that have happened over the last few years in the business. Uh, this eliminates those excuses. Uh, once you get on the program and start uh, start dealing with this information, uh, there's no way in the world that you could come up and say, "Oh, well, you know." Uh, the groom put this on it. The groom did that. You know, uh, the horse ate bad hay. The horse did this. It's going to be a product. It's going to be interesting. And I'm telling you what, it's going to take the whole horse industry by storm. So this is Scott Miller. Uh, through rambling now, through you know, wasting your time, through boring you, through all that stuff. But um, no, I appreciate anybody that listened out there, getting ready for the Derby, and. Turn in, tune in next week so you can see our video. Uh, this is Scott and Lauren from Governor Beach, Florida. And may the horse be with you. Where'd you hear that from? Okay. See you next week.